my son had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials Program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Paydirt, a Penn State football show. This show is brought to you by our sponsors, Funk Brewing, the official craft beer partners of Paydirt. We're big fans of Funk Citrus IPA, the Silent Disco IPA, and the Double Disco Double IPA. But don't forget, our official beer, the Paydirt IPA, is still available right now in Funk's Emmaus Taproom only. Funk has so many great beers to choose from at their tap rooms in Emmaus, Elizabethtown in York, in Pennsylvania. You can find a variety of Funk Brewing beers at your favorite beer distributor and grocery store. Visit FunkBrewing.com to learn where and how you can get their fantastic products. Must be 21 years or older to purchase. Please drink responsibly. Also, Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. And as your continued source for all sports wagering information, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports and events, whether that's the NFL, the NBA, the NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, or even golf. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code BELIEVE, that's B L E A V, to receive your rewards. Pater is presented by Bet Online, where the game starts. Also, we invite you to head to shop.believe.com. That's shop.bleav.com and search Pater for our two t-shirts. One is the official show logo over the heart. It comes in white, navy blue, and black. And the other is a navy blue t-shirt. It has the Pater wordmark over the heart and on the back circa the 2012 Penn State football season. It has Matt McGloin's name and number. Again, head to shop.believe.com. That's shop.bleav.com and search Pater for our two t-shirts i want to thank you all for tuning in on espn radio state college as well as checking out the podcast version of this show presented by the believe network which is available now on youtube apple Podcasts, spotify tune in and wherever else you get your podcasts and of course hit us up on twitter and let us know what you think of the show at espn radio 1037 at McGloin qb 11 and at Tom Hannafin. All right, Brandon, it's good to see you again, man. I think I think the last time we had you on the show was, what, August? Yeah, it was preseason. Yeah, bef- before the season kicked off. And, uh, you know, th- that, was, that was one of the episodes that I think the Penn State community really enjoyed. Just hearing <laughs> your thoughts. It was. I, I think it was. You know, a lot, like, and again, you know, you, you'll be – you know, out a few spots and, and people say, hey, really enjoy the podcast. Enjoy listening. Right. To it. You know, uh, I think they like the, you know, you know, opinion style that we sometimes bring to the show. But a, a lot of people have said how much they enjoyed listening to you, man. So cool. um, well, I appreciate it. I, yeah. I enjoyed you guys having me on and letting me vent a little bit. Oh, my dogs are about to go that shit crazy because the UPS murders a whole, maybe not. We're good. We, uh, but yeah, we've been wanting to get you back on, on the show here, man. So I'm glad we were able to connect and get you back on. I mentioned last time you were on again was August before the season. Fast forward now, uh, as we are in early December, a 10 and two season for Penn state this year. How have your thoughts changed since then? Or, 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 you know, maybe not, you know, because for me, I look at it like I, I was really impressed with a lot of things they did this year. You know, if I remember correctly, I think I was saying eight and four 
was a possibility, you know, but it's the way that defense stepped up, the way the defense improved that really led them to 10 and 2. What are your thoughts? Yeah, no, I, I agree. I mean, look, I, I was, and, and I think that, you know, I was pretty honest about my feelings about the, where the program was and what had kind of happened over the last four or five years. And, you know, going from borderline playoff to a couple just absolute, you know, laying of eggs um, and the general messaging kind of coming out of the program. Um, this year, I, I was impressed, man. I, I think Manny Diaz was a great hire. I was a big fan of Brent Pry. I liked the guy. I thought he was a good football coach. I wish him nothing but the best at Virginia Tech. Um, but I think Manny came in and brought a style of defense that I don't know that we've seen at Penn State in a long time. And really, really aggressive um, and willing to bring more than four, right? You know what I mean? Creative pressure packages, um, stuff that, you know, I really enjoyed watching. Uh, I think our, our secondary played lights out. You know, Terry Smith is one of the best DB coaches in the country, in my opinion. Um, and Poindexter, we got some good coaches on that side of the ball. And I agree with you. I, I think that the, the season, as that defense got better, um, you felt I felt better about our, our chances, right? And, and early, because early in the season, look, you know, those first couple games, you watch the Purdue game, you know, they're missing tackles, there's some bad angles. Um, and you go, oh, man, is it going to be kind of much of the same? But as the season went on, they really, I thought they got better and better and better and better. Um, offensively, we've got an absolute monster in Nick Singleton. Um, I think that helped tremendously. The ability to run the football finally after how long, um, was huge. And, and so look, I, I feel better, right? I mean, I guess if, if that's the, if you wanted like a progress report, kind of what's the difference <laughs> between August when I was obviously cranky as shit, um, and, uh, and now I would say that, that I feel better. Um, 10 and 2, 10 wins, you know, I know 10 wins at any level of football is awesome. It's hard to do. Uh, to be to be able to play in the Rose Bowl is an awesome opportunity. And I think that if we were to get back together post Rose Bowl and have another conversation, I would be able to kind of give you my complete picture of the team because it's a it's a big thing. And we can talk about that in a minute. But I but I think that like kind of where it seems to be trending, I like it. I do like it. Um, I'm I'm happy with kind of where we are. Well, I think everybody realizes now that everything is there to be able to go to where the Penn State community thinks this program can go. You mentioned the Rose Bowl, so let's let's stay there for a second. You also you mentioned that word elite. Yeah. Now, before I get again, before I get there, Rose Bowl versus Utah. What does that mean for you? Because I, I was somebody, Brandon, who was saying, you know, look, they're in the best possible spot they can be in. And there's, there's been the argument, okay, well, is Utah a brand? Aren't they a brand? I mean, I can make the argument. That's, a, that's, a, that's one of the better teams in all of America, yeah. right? You know, they, they just beat a team who has is the best, arguably the best player in all of America, USC right. and Caleb Williams. But the way, would they have been better off playing a Bama or a Clemson? or somebody like that, or do you say, all right, it's Rose Bowl, chance to play in the granddaddy of them all? For, for me, it's that, right? Again, I, uh, to go play in the Rose Bowl is, is huge. Uh, it's a tremendous opportunity. Uh, it's, it's one of the games that everybody watches. Is it what, what an East Coaster would consider a marquee matchup? Absolutely not. But I think if you pulled the entire country – um, it is, you know, look, Utah is a physical football team, a well-coached football team. They play hard. Like they are a very good program that happens to be in a conference that doesn't get a lot of love, um, especially out here on the East Coast, right? Like I am well in bed by the time those guys are playing football on Saturday, you know? Um, so, so look, I, I think it's a tremendous challenge and a tremendous opportunity for the program to go and play a team that is known for punching people in the face, because that to me is still our biggest issue. And I think we got better at it, but we struggle against teams that are willing to go and smash faces for 60 minutes, as opposed to kind of throw the ball around the yard. Like when you look at the way Michigan plays football, the way Ohio state can play football, um, that's, that's how you make that step, right? Is you become physical. 
that there's a part of the game that still is about moving people places they don't want to go when they don't want to go there. And that's how you win national championships. That's how you make a run at, at, at the playoffs. Um, and so I think it's an opportunity for, for, the, for the program to take that step going into the offseason, right? And so I got somebody cooking breakfast in the background there. Um, <laughs> you know, and, and that's a big thing. And bowl games are way different than they were when, when I was there and you were there, right? I mean, it's a completely different animal. Um, but I do think it's a great it's – a, it's how you set your offseason up. What happens in the bowl game sets the stage for winter conditioning, spring football, and camp. And it really is a mark of who you are as a program, in my opinion. So I think it's a tremendous opportunity to play a quality opponent that plays a style of football that we don't always match up well against um, and prove prove people like me wrong. Like, I, I want us to go out there and go toe-to-toe with these guys and win the football game. I would feel way better about the whole thing with 11 wins and one of them being against a really, really well-coached, disciplined, tough football team. So elite, if they win again, again against yeah a great football team, can you make the argument that they can make a push in twenty three and they deserve to be in that conversation as a team who can potentially get there next year? I think I, th- I think so. I, I think if they win the game, and it doesn't have to be a blowout, right? It, 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 if they just come out of that game with a win. I think you put yourself in that position early on next year to be up in, I mean, look, maybe top five, you know, with the guys that they have coming back. Um, I really do. I, and this is, this is, I think where a lot of us hoped and thought we would have been after that recruiting class that came in. There was, I can't remember. I'm not great with years, but uh, that should have been seniors in 22, right? I guess this year, right? You know what I mean? Like that was a, a much heralded class mm-hmm. to go back to whenever that was, right? And you thought, okay, this is the group that's going to make the run. And obviously, look, you've got a pandemic, you've got the transfer portal, you've got all these other classes getting recruited in. But when you look at the timeline, right? This class coming in was really good with Nick Singleton and, and Oller and those guys. Um, and this next class coming up is supposed to be real good. I don't really follow recruiting. It's just kind of peripheral. Um, but it is what you're building your program on. And so these two groups over the next three to four years, really probably two to three years with the way college football is now, need to be the ones or have the opportunity to be the ones to push us over the hump. So, so here's a question for you, because the way I look at it, like talent wise, they're certainly there. They are. Mm-hmm. They have it now. They have it moving forward. There's the potential for these kids on this roster to break out and not just be all Big Ten guys, but all American guys, guys they're talking about nationally. Heisman now, guys. Absolutely. absolutely. Now, if the expansion was this year, they would Penn State would be in. Yep. But for me, there's a difference between being in and then actually having a chance right. while you're in, right? Yeah. Brendan, I'm not sure right now, like when you look at the staff completely, I'm not sure right now that the in-game ability to coach in those big games and those big moments is there. Because when I look around at it, Kirby, Harbaugh, Day, Saban, Sonny Dykes, yeah. and, what, and what TCU looked like for the for the past four seasons, he comes in, he wins 12 games. The quarterback wins Davey O'Brien Award, who he hadn't done anything in the previous three years. Yeah. Like, that's the difference you need to be able to make to yep. compete with these teams and to compete with these schools. Is that there now and moving forward? And if it isn't, how do they, how do they get there? That's, that, that's, a, that's a great question. And I think that's one that, that Matt, we're going to have to kind of watch it develop. Because one thing we have not done really well at Penn State is develop players. Right. They come in, they're great football players coming in and they leave about the same. Right. There's, there's no, there's no, we don't take the kid that's the three star and make them a five star. Right. Or whatever, whatever the numbers are we want to use. Um, and that is how you, that is one, one of the things about those programs. Right. You're talking about Georgia, Bama, you know, Ohio State, Michigan. Look, I, I think John Harbaugh is a psychopath, um, possibly a serial killer, but I do believe that like, he that staff develops talent. They have taken that program over the last couple of years and recruited well, but developed a, a 
an identity, develop yes. players, and that's who they are, man. And they go out and they play that way. And we have to do that. And that's how the program takes the next step. I agree with you completely. We would 100% have gotten in if it was expanded this year. But you get in to play an extra game. Maybe you get an extra home game at Beaver Stadium, whatever it is. You lose in one or two rounds. You still got that final four that would be the exact same final four that you're getting right now, right? It's going to be Georgia, Michigan, Ohio State and TCU, right? If you if you were to took, take, there's not a lot of people. Maybe Bama might be able to one of those teams that you know weasels its way through. But uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm with you. I mean, to to be in the playoffs shouldn't be enough, right? If that's if that's what the program's stated goal is, right? The the to be elite, to win a national title, which is what everybody's goal should be. Um, you know, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. And I think that that is that is what we have to find out. And I'm willing to give them because of the way that they played this year. I think I'm willing to give them a little bit more. I'm coming back a little bit. I mean, for lack of a better term. Um, and I'll, and we'll see if they develop. Again, there's a lot of development to be had on the offensive side of the ball. Still, you mentioned the identity thing and something that was talked about all year with Michigan. Didn't matter the game, didn't matter the opponent. Here's who they are. Here's what they're doing. Everybody in the stadium knew it. Everybody watching knew it. And Mm -hmm. it didn't matter because nobody can stop them. Nobody can stop the game plan. Nobody can stop the execution. Um, You saw that at times last year, even though they still won the Big Ten Championship game last year and got into the college football playoff, you still saw some growing pains from that Michigan team a year ago and figuring out who they were. But they came into 2022 knowing exactly now who they are. And if you're Michigan and Jim Harbaugh, you have to feel pretty good right now knowing like like, last year they didn't have a chance. I think we all knew that. They do this year. They have a real chance uh, of being the team this year. Has Penn State now found their identity and to where in 23 they can say, all right, Clifford is moving on, but Alar knows who we are, and these guys around him know who we are, so we can hit the ground running. I, I think so. I think we've positioned ourselves there, right? And then, but but it is. It's going to come back to continuing to get better over the off season, right? And 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 the how important again, how important the bowl game is. It's extra practices. I mean, you know that. I know that. Nobody likes them, but that's part of the from a program perspective. It's super important. Um, and then that that feeling of how it ends carries through the offseason, right? And so these guys, you have you have to buy and you have to be those people. You have to have that identity 365 days a year, right? It's not something, it's not just Saturday, right? It, it's it's in February, it's in March, it's in April. And that's the mindset that they have to have. And and so so I do. I think that I think we have a level of toughness now that I would not have a group, I would have not even used that word with our program in August. Mm-hmm. Um, on the offensive side of the ball, and a lot of it I think comes from Nick Singleton um, and the the way that he plays football. I think that every the, the, the team, the offensive line, I think feeds off of that. Um, and so I think if that can continue. Um, yeah, I, I do think we have the ability to, to have an identity and it doesn't have to be run. the It doesn't have to be three yards in a cloud of dust. Right. You know what I mean? But like you do have to know who you are. And, I, and I'm excited to see the Oller kid play, um, you know, and have the season. I think the best thing, you know, as much as Sean was kind of maligned a little bit because he was on his 18th year of college football. And, and God bless him. Look, man, if I could have kept playing, I would have done it. You know what I mean? Right, so, right. I got no problem with it. But like at the same time, like having a guy like that in the quarterback room for Drew to watch and learn from is huge. Um, and, and so, yeah, I, I do. Like I said, man, I, I am, I am uh, cautiously optimistic with kind of where the program is right now. But, but I, am, I am waiting to see what it looks like in Pasadena. I mean, I really am. You, you've got, it's going to be a great test because we do have to have some sort of, of, of identity and toughness to us to make the next step to beat teams like Michigan and Ohio State. I mean, we won 10 games. I, I can't tell you how many times over the last like week people would all oh, you guys backed into the Rose Bowl. I mean, look, man, like we won 10 games. We lost to two teams that are in the in the playoffs. Right. right? Like, that's not backing in, in my opinion. Like we we earned it. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're not we're because we're not there yet to go to the playoffs, right? And and so 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 to say we backed in is a little disingenuous and it, it's the the 
the local like Notre Dame fans, right? You know what I mean? Like they're, they're all over the place. You know what? You know how Eastern PA is. Right? Well, that's it. Northeast PA. You're either a Penn State fan or you're a Notre yeah, Dame. Fan. Like I don't get it, but whatever. All right. So, um, you know, you got your little leprechaun tattoo, and you're gonna tell me we backed into the Rose Bowl, but, but like, but so so I get that. But and some of them have that point. But like I, I do see it as hey, like we're we're close, but the the two teams that unfortunately are in our side of the conference that we have to deal with every year do have an identity and that identity is 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 tough physical explosive football we have to figure out how to match that and i think defensively we're close um i think offensively to me is going to be again it's just a work in progress you know and uh again singleton i really like him aller i don't i don't i like him i don't know yet and the o-line got better yeah we've got talented wide receivers but we've had talented wide receivers for years um, we've got a talented tight end group finally. And I think we've got a play caller that meshes with James's personality and his, his offensive, um, kind of, uh, belief system. And I think that that helps, you know what I mean? I think Soraka was a bad fit. I think that your coming in has helped. They're on the same page. Uh, and, and that helps. So, yeah. So, I mean, look, we're, we're close, right? We're close, but we were close before. And that's kind of where I'm, I'm still stuck a little bit. Are you a fan of rivalries? Are you a fan of smack talk? Do you like to stand out from the crowd at tailgates? If so, head over to Smack Apparel and check out what their team is geared up for this football season. Their Let There Be White tee is the perfect gear for those famous whiteout games at Beaver Stadium. Or get straight to the point with the worst tee. For all the Ohio State haters out there, Smack Apparel makes the gear that'll have everyone asking where you got it. They have the must-have tees for all your teams, including pro football, baseball, basketball. Every fan is covered. Head over to their website, smackapparel.com, and use the promo code PAYDIRT at checkout for 10% off. Again, that's smackapparel.com, promo code PAYDIRT at checkout. Why wear boring when you can wear Smack? Are you looking for undeniably good hair and beard care? Then Maestro's Classic is perfect for you. This month is No Shave November, so visit maestrosclassic.com. That's M-A-E-S-T-R-O-S classic.com all month long. You can get a free beard comb with any purchase of $25 or more. Just use the promo code FREECOMB. That's F-R-E-E-C-O-M-B. Also, a reminder, use our promo code PAYDIRT15, that's PAYDIRT15, at checkout for 15% off your order. Maestro's Classic, crafting a better... The National Women's Soccer League kicks off March 16th on ION. Out in front to Williams. It's a new Saturday night destination featuring the best players in the world. Takes a shot, she scores! See the full schedule and find where to watch at IONNWSL.com. My son had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials Program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. For you. Yeah, you, you mentioned the offensive line. You mentioned Nick Singleton, and I think it's one of those things, too, where it's like Nick Singleton, Katron, Allen, they balance each other. Yes. Kind of really, really well. Like they play off of one another, um, which again, heading into 2023, like I, I don't see how. Well, that's definitely going to be the best one two punch in the Big Ten. Heck, you can make the argument that's the best one two punch in the country, in, in, in all of America. Uh, you know, you, you mentioned the December practices, you mentioned Drew Allar. So, do I dare ask this? 
if the LR experiment doesn't go well moving forward, what do you do? Because that, a lot of that time, that time right now, these December practices, that's what you're looking at. You understand you have a massive bowl game on January 2nd against Utah. Uh, you know, obviously you want to go out in a victory 11 and two. You talked about that momentum carrying into the offseason, which it absolutely does. But looking at your roster moving forward, like Vayer is gone. Perbula hasn't played. It's one of those things, Brandon, where you look at it, it's like, all right, we are putting all of our eggs into one basket here. Now, you mentioned a guy like Sean Clifford being there this year for Drew Allar. Was that enough for this kid moving forward? Is Mike Yurcich enough for this kid moving forward? Or you do you do the old NFL-style approach now with the way the portal is? Yeah. Where I got a kid that, you know, played good football for a school for four years. He's a graduate, but he's looking for a fresh start now. Do we get a fifth-year guy to come on in and say, listen, you're not going to be the guy here. But we do have two young, extremely talented football players here. One guy who we think could be a potential Heisman candidate eventually based off of some of the things we've seen, the abilities that this kid has. Um, can you come in here and just show him how to work? Show him what it's like day to day, how to lift the right way, right? right? You, know, you know what I mean? Like how to watch film, how to practice the right way. Heck, how to be a leader. Yeah. Right. Is that an approach that they take here now? Because it's so simple just to say, all right, let's go get somebody here. Let's bring them in for 2023. I mean, that, yeah, I hadn't thought of that, but that that's not a, I think, I think that the bowl practices and prep will tell you a lot as so far as, as what you have to do. And now we won't all have access to that, but I, but I think that if, if, if you see that happen, then that's exactly where it went, you know, and, and he right. is, he's, He's young, and that that's going to be part of the part of the the process over the next two years, right? Is that like next year, first time for you know as a, as the starter, as the guy, um, early on in the season, that may not look pretty. Um, you know, it is you know, I mean, look, I I never played quarterback ever, and, and that's a that's a that is a mental and physical and emotional game, um, all wrapped into one, and and. Uh, can you handle that pressure? Can you handle that stress? And I think that's where if you fall back on that one-two punch, right, of, of, of great tailbacks and the ability to run the football and, and keep things. You don't have to be the hero. Yeah, that's exactly right. You don't have to win the Heisman next mm -hmm. year, right? You know what I mean? Like that, at the end of the day, like hand the ball off, get the ball to the skill guys quickly um, and, and be done. But but there's a, there, there will be some growing pains, which, again, after you kind of set yourself up in this position – um, could be a little difficult for the fan base to handle early on, uh, and 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 but there there is something to be. I don't I don't know. You know I I, I watched. You look at Kansas State, right? So so um, the Will Howard kid is from Downingtown. He played at Downingtown West. I I my kids grew up with with his family. Great people, great kid. He's put his time in at K State, right? He's been there for three years now. They've continually brought transfers in. Right. And like he's kind of just like stuck it out and now he's having success, which is awesome. Um, but like you, I, I don't I also don't know what that does to the vibe of the team now. You know what I mean? Like if you bring in a guy that's a fifth year transfer and, and all off season you or all season, like everybody on the team knows Drew's our guy. You bring somebody else in. What does that tell the team? Because you're not going to bring a kid in. It, you know, it's going to be the Brett Favre thing. He's going to be like, I'm not I'm not coming in to, to babysit this kid. Right. Right. You know what I mean? I want to start. Great That's point. why you transfer. So, so I don't know, man. I, I think it's a, I think that that will be offensively the big question mark, obviously, is you've got your, your first year starter at, at quarterback after you've had a guy that's been here for, you know, a better part of a decade. And, and, and it's, and it's going to be a little different, but he's so, he seems to be talented. Again, you would know better than I am. I, he looks the part to me. Um, and, and if, as long as your sitch does a good job of, Protecting him isn't the right word, but bringing him along, right? That's the job of the mm -hmm. offensive coordinator and the quarterback's coach, right? Is, hey, this is how you watch film. This is how you prepare. These are the things you're expected to do. And then I've got to call a good game around you as you get better. Um, and then and then go from there. I, I think they have the pieces all around him. It's just, you know, don't put too much weight on him right away. Yeah. Last thing on Alar here, and then we'll move on. Like, is there, you mentioned pressure. And there is, right? There, there's pressure playing that position, um, especially at a school like Penn State. Is there more pressure on Alar, Yursich, or Franklin? 
Franklin. Right. I mean, mean, right. Because you look like this in so many ways, this kid, the way he grows and develops. And if he can turn that into wins, I mean, that determines whether Yurcich has a job or Franklin has a job three, four years from now, right? That's a, that's a great point. And I, and I think we will. You know, one of, we, we kind of talked about it a few minutes ago, right? The de- developing players. And it's something that we have definitely struggled with. Um, and, and now you've got, you know, the best quarterback in that recruiting class in the country in your program. Does he get better, right? Because being, being the best high school quarterback – doesn't mean you're the best college quarterback. Mm-hmm. Just like being the best college quarterback doesn't always translate to being a great NFL quarterback. There, you have to get better, right? You have to get better, and and so this will be the spotlight. I mean, we can all say you know the offensive line has never gotten better, but unless you understand offensive line play, no one can tell you why, right? You just get this like general like feeling like we can't move people or whatever it is, but like you don't know why. There, you can't. But like if. If Drew doesn't play well, everyone's going to see it. Yeah. You know, and if he doesn't develop two in two or three years, if he's in the portal and we're pulling in another kid, right, that is a huge stain on the staff. And basically at the end of the day on Coach Franklin, because that's what they're there to do. You've got the parts, right? You're getting everything you want from a financial standpoint. You're getting all the you're you're doing a great they're doing a great job recruiting. They can recruit. Right. But at the end of the day, once you get all those pieces together, all those ingredients, like Parcel said, right, you're in the kitchen, you're cooking now. Mm -hmm. Right. And if that apple pie doesn't come out delicious, it's nobody else's fault but yours. You you look at these December practices right now that they're going through. Who who else needs to stand out to you right now during this time here moving forward? Is it anybody at the offensive line spot? You look at the wide receivers and, and the uncertainty there moving forward. Anybody defensively? You know what? I, I think um, that's a good question. I I would I would say to me it's it's always up front on the on the offensive yeah. line. You know, I, I think that the, just that whole group in general has gotten better. I feel like they've gotten better. And getting what's the big kid that's coming back? Um, Olu. Olu. I mean, that's yeah. huge, right? Huge. That's huge for huge. the program. Um, you know, and and it tells you a little bit about the program, right? Like kid, like there was there was a stretch where I feel like those kids were leaving. You know what I mean? Yeah, like the, the, yeah. They were they were leaving, and and I get it. Look, I, if I could go make you know forty million dollars, I would probably think about leaving too. Um, but like the fact that he's decided to come back says something about the the place that the program's in too. I think, and uh, so I think I think that group just needs to continue to get better. Um, you know, I I, I love the play of. Um, uh, I'm terrible with names. Abdul uh, Carter. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, he's yeah. a guy that, that can continue to get better, right? And needs it. He's really good, but I don't think he's scratched the surface, right? Yeah. So, he's a guy that when you think of great Penn State defenses, we have that guy, right? You have that one guy that has the ability to be a game wrecker and a game changer, right? You know, LeVar Arrington just went into the College Football Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, guys like that, Navarro Bowman and, and Lee and Puzz and all those guys, you know, and, and Dan Connor, who's up there. You know, like th- there's all those great linebackers. And and so I think Abdul Carter's a guy that, you know, even though everybody loves him and you watch him, you know, man, this guy's a creature. Um, he can get better and he can take advantage of these opportunities. So it really is, it is everybody. I mean, you know, it. like it's, it's no fun. Um, December practices in state college, right? There's nobody there. There's, you know, I don't know how you guys did it. We went to the bowl game two days, two weeks early. They don't do it like that anymore. Um, but it's kind of miserable. You know what I mean? It's, it's like going back to camp or spring ball, right? It's yeah. no fun yeah. at all. It's cold up there and it's gray and, exams and all that shit it's uh you know it's it's no fun but uh but it's such an important part of the program's development and and i think you'll see you'll have an answer to some of those questions in pasadena and then and then moving forward you mentioned abdul um and obviously i think i think james did this with a lot of guys this year i think i think he played it perfectly when it when it when it when it came to these big recruits, these big talented guys and being able to just kind of bring them along slowly because more and more you saw Carter more and more and more as the year went on. And then there was flashes, flashes. And then like all of a sudden midway through the year, like, all right, this guy's got a chance. I understand why they gave this kid number 11. 
now. Be, be, you know, Manny's obviously the defensive coordinator, but I think sometimes people forget Manny's, co- Manny's a linebacker coach as well. Yeah. So exactly like, right. how, how important is it to be able to keep Manny here for, <laughs> oh, that- the, for the foreseeable future, right? <laughs> I, I mean, it, you, you have to think the way things ended for him at Miami, right? You, you got to think he wants another crack at a head coaching position here eventually. Yeah, that that's actually I again my my buddy that I was talking to the other day that talking about is backing into the to the Rose Bowl, right? Like he said the same thing, right? And and that's a great question, you know. And I don't know, I don't know how you keep yeah. him here. You, keep, you you know, we we were able to keep Brent Pry here for a long time, um, and you know he every everybody has the natural, especially in this game and in this world, right? You know this. Everybody has the aspirations to see how good they can be. And, and, and if you don't, then you're not going to last in the business very long. You're not going to be very good at it. There does come a point, though, where I think kind of self-awareness and understanding what I'm good at and what I'm not good at um, is important. And, 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 and I'm, this isn't a knock, right? That's not a, but, but I do think you have to try a couple times, and then you kind of figure that out. Manny Diaz is a, is a great defensive coordinator, and he's a very good linebackers coach. Didn't have a lot of success as a head coach. He's going to want to try it again. I agree with you completely. I I don't think it's this year. I hope, knock on wood. Yeah. Um. But but I think he if he has another really good year, um. Then yeah, I, I think the teams will come calling. You know what I mean? A hundred percent to to try and get him out of there. Uh. And it is going to be important to keep some continuity. You know, over the next couple of years. Yeah. I, I think that that's a that and it's it's hard. That business is crazy. Um. But keeping some continuity. In, in the program from a coaching perspective, especially at the coordinator spot um, with, with two relatively new coordinators uh, is going to be a huge part of, of the next probably four years. You know, I look at, and, and here's a problem with that too. You talk about more money for your assistant coaches, more money for your assistant coaches. Well, there's a big difference, you know, Brandon, and then somebody be like, all right, we're going to give you $1.5 million to be our D coordinator. But guess what? You know, the university of wherever is going to give you six to be be the head coach here over the next five years or whatever it may be like you can't fault a guy for saying listen i gotta go yeah i gotta go so like i look at that i look at the amount of talented coaches that james has had come through that program some guys are head coaches now some guys have moved on and like is it because we all know, like, James, you know, if you're the offensive coordinator, you're the head coach of the offense. Or you're the defensive right. coordinator, you're the head coach of the defense. Is that a problem that it's done like that? Because <laughs> at time, because you're seeing, you know, every few years, you're seeing a lot of moving parts. Yeah, I mean, and that's an unfortunate part of the, just the way the business works. You know, I mean, it is. And I think it, it's, you know, he's brought these last two guys from out of the building, which I think was the right thing to do. Um, you know, and, and I, cause I don't, I don't necessarily think and nothing against Ricky Ronnie personally. Right. But I don't think when you kind of watch that transition going from like, you know, tight ends and quarterbacks to OC and he wasn't really ready. And um, again, you don't know what you are, know who you are and, and be good at, it. and you got to have an opportunity to do it. Um, but Penn state isn't always the best place to do that. Right. Because of the level of expectation. Um, but I do think that we have some guys on the staff right now. You know, you look at, uh, you know, look, Terry Smith, man, like Terry's been there since James got there and Terry's a Penn Stater and he's a letterman. Um, I coached with him at Temple. He's one of the best coaches I've ever been around from a recruiting standpoint, from a technique standpoint, um, from an understanding the kids perspective. So there are guys in the program that I think if you have a great system, um, like, like I think what Manny's is you could maybe keep that whole thing going. I think the wholesale change when you lose a coordinator and you bring somebody else in is you got to run the new guy's stuff, right? Like yeah. That, that, that's how it works, right? I, I'm a completely different level, right? But I'm the defensive coordinator at Downingtown East High School. And the first year I was the DC, I ran someone else's defense. And I just it just didn't work in my head. You know what I mean? that next off because it was it was a quick turnaround like it was it was but it was it had to happen that way but then over the next year or so i installed my my terminology my defense 
um, and and everybody's in it now, and and it works better for me from a, call, a game perspective, from a preparation perspective. Um, understanding, you know, where the fixes are. You know, what I mean, hey, they're beating us with this, right? We got to go to this. Um, so it's got to be my system. So that that turnover is tough. It's a compliment to the program when you're getting rated and you're getting guys pulled out. It, but it is also it goes back to developing players. You know, can we develop a couple guys in the program? in the coaching staff that have the ability to take that system, maybe tweak it a little bit, but keep it theirs. And then, but keep the continuity of having the same people in the building as much as possible. You know, uh, you look at that too, with, with a guy like Manny Diaz and how fast he was able to put his own system in, but not, and not just do that. It's get his guys to be able to understand it, to be able to execute it. And the amount of depth they created week in and week out, was was some of the best some of the best in the country to, to have guys rotating in and out constantly that's brutal on a quarterback to to, oh, yeah. to break the huddle or start a new drive and like all right who's in who's playing corner who's playing safety what i don't know what position you know this guy's like that that increases your film work your study your preparation everything like that when you're when you're able to do that and you just mentioned your right. defensive coordinator self like how difficult is something like that to do in such a short time yeah, I mean, it, it is hard. It is hard. It takes a lot of work. And and I think, though, when, when you see it happen, um, it t- it tells you, I, I guess this is the, it's a good system, yeah. right? It, it's a good coach, but his system works, right? So, so I've played for guys that have had, it's kind of clunky and it doesn't all make sense and mesh and those kinds of things. But I've also played for guys where you're like, oh, this makes sense. And it, it's kind of the, the terminology, the way that it's approached is very simplistic. But, you know, I, I say oh, football is not complicated, it's detailed, right? And so, like, the details make sense from a, from a player's perspective, which isn't always the case. And you know that, right? Like, you get, and the, the guy that's not playing football is saying things and you're like, dude, like, this isn't what it looks like out here to me. You know, this this needs to make sense. I need to know when I walk out there that if it's when I say trips, I know exactly what that means. And it makes sense. Right. There's three receivers over there. Right. It's not some arbitrary word that, you know, I mean, like it's those kinds of things. So when you see somebody come into a place and have success and have the ability to play multiple people throughout the course of a game, it means the system works. Right. The, the, The defense works. The offense works. Whatever it is that they have in their pocket works and it says a lot about the coach right because he understands that his players need to be able to 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 process all that information quickly um and the the simpler it is the better they play and i I think that that's one of the things that i've really enjoyed about the defense is it, it seems to have gotten a little bit more complicated as the year went on it's almost like he installed it slowly again going back to that purdue game i felt like i just saw kind of the same thing rush forward play coverage you know, but as the year went on, yeah. you started to see those simulated pressures. You started to see the, you know, hey, it looks like we're sending six and playing zero, but we're really sending three and we're playing, you know, we're dropping eight. Um, so it's been fun to watch that kind of evolution and installation of the defense. And and I think that's what makes a great coach and a great a great coordinator is a guy that has the ability to do that. And, and you hit, I hadn't thought of it that way. You hit the nail on the head, right? Like he's able to play a ton of different people yeah. and, 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 in limited reps, they're all playing really well. You know, here, last question for you, and, and I'll let you go. I appreciate you taking the time. Uh, you know, you look at this 10 and 2 season, you look at this Rose Bowl game against Utah. We talked a little earlier about how important this game is for them in 2023 to be able to carry momentum in, you know, into the offseason, obviously, to finish, you know, 11 and 2. How important is it for Penn State to win moving forward so that they can keep players? Yeah, you, you know what I'm saying. Like, unfortunately, yeah. that's the world we now live in, where it's like it. I mean, you gotta you gotta win, or you know, like you look at a couple of schools from the Big Ten. Like the teams have had decent years, yeah. but their players have had good years. So now it's like, well, I'm gonna try to move up. Yeah, to a, yeah. To, a high, to a higher team or a better team. Moving up is a new is a new concept in college football now, right? that's a great point that's a great point right like it used to be you know back in you know when we walked uphill both ways in the snow and all that stuff you know what i mean like it was like you could only work 
backwards, right? You can only go down a level and continue playing, whereas now you have the ability to go laterally or vertically. And uh, that's a really good point. And I, and I think it puts a lot of pressure on a program because you have to, you have to, look, I would not, I, I am critical of coaches. Um, I would not want to do what they're doing right now. Uh, you know, from an X's and O's point, I would love to do what they're doing. From like a, having to manage these rosters and these programs right now, I cannot. Had some conversations with some buddies of mine over the last couple of weeks as the carousel starts to spin. And uh, I just shaking my head like, I don't know how you guys are doing it. Um, but yeah, I mean, look, you've, so you've got to get them the ball, right? Or whatever it is, they've got to play football. They've got to be good at it. They've got to feel like they're being developed. And you got to win football games, right? So, so it's just like this whole myriad of things that you have to do, and it is, man, it is super important. I, I, I know bowl games have lost their luster. I think from a from a from a program and a player perspective, I don't think they look at it the same way we did, um, and that's okay. I get it, but I do think that from a program perspective, winning it is going to keep guys there, right? Winning the Big Ten title is going to keep guys there. Showing guys that you have the ability as a program to push deep into the playoffs, right, is going to keep guys there. Because everybody knows that at the end of the year, there's four teams playing, and everybody's watching those four teams. Right. And, and, I'm, and, I'm, and that's an opportunity for those guys to shine on the biggest stage, which in turn gets them to the NFL, right? I just called four Pennsylvania State High School football games over the last two days. We had two games this weekend where there were 25 to 30 Division One football coaches wow. there. Wow. And there's some great football here in Pennsylvania. You know that. I know That's that. Absolutely. Right? Like, we had Bishop McDevitt and Aliquippa, right, on, on – uh, I don't even know what day it is right now. I'm, I'm in this, like, crazy <laughs> whirlwind of, like, football for the next seven days. I don't even know where I am. I'm home for, like, 20 minutes today. Um, and – and like there were like I saw like all everybody's there. And you see all the the shirts and sweat, right? And then last night we had Imatep um, playing Pine Richland, and James came in on the helicopter, of course, right? You know, I mean, flies the helicopter in, everybody's looking, woo, you know. And, and uh, but like they're there to see the best players in Pennsylvania play the other best players in Pennsylvania, right? Like, and that's why it's, it happens in high school. That's why kids go to St. Joe's Prep. That's why kids go to McDevitt. That's why, you know what I mean? Like, yep. because they, that's their opportunity. And again, hadn't thought of it. That's why you were a quarterback and I was a nose guard, right? Is because like, you also have to win football games to keep people there. So it's, it's this new evolution of college football, man. You know what I mean? And, and gray hair, old guys like me, um, you know, you, you, I enjoy it. I, I like to watch it. I, it's hard to wrap my head around it sometimes. Um, but look, look, the Rose Bowl's massive. It's massive. I think it's huge. I really do. I, I, I'm super appreciative of a 10 win season. I know how hard that is, but to me, if you don't, if you don't put that last nail in, Right. If you don't if you don't stack that last body, like I, it loses a little bit of luster going into the offseason, man. And 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 I, it, I don't I don't think the, the program would be set back decades, but I think it would it would hurt. Right. It would hurt. Yeah. yeah well, uh, certainly give me the interesting one for the future of the program, man. Listen, we, we love having you on the show. Appreciate you taking the time and uh, hope to do it again soon. Yeah, absolutely, man. I, I appreciate you having me on, and I apologize for making you get up early because uh, this was uh, – I'm, I'm literally – like, I got home at midnight last night. I'm flying out today at 2. I'm going to Buffalo for the Jets' bills. I fly back on Monday. Then I fly to Little Rock on Monday night to call the Junior College National Championship game. Um, then I fly home on Thursday, and I fly to Butler in Indianapolis for my son to take an official visit out there for the football program. So, like – Monday the 19th, I think, is the next day that I'm going to be able to sit down on the sofa. So uh, I'm glad we could squeeze this in, man. Any time, as long as it fits my schedule, I will come back on this thing. That's awesome, man. We look forward to having you on again. Thanks. Thank you all so much for joining us. We'll be back on ESPN Radio State College this Friday, November 18th, at a special start time of 1 p.m. Eastern to 2 p.m. Eastern. We will return to our normal schedule on Monday, November 21st. If you want to check out the podcast version of this show presented by the Believe Network, this episode and our entire library of shows is available now on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, and wherever else you get your podcasts. And of course, 
Let us know what you think of the show on Twitter at ESPN Radio 1037, at McGloin QB11, and at Tom Hannafin. Paydirt is presented by Bet Online and by Funk Brewing. Thanks again, everyone, and join us next week for more Paydirt. My son had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials Program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. Live life at your pace. Click the banner or go to visitwilliamsburg.com to discover how. Because here in Williamsburg, life moves at one pace, yours. Scramble through our world-class golf courses or shop your way through the square. Be one with nature as you hike or bike through our parks and trails or hunker down at one of our breweries. And when it's time to eat, be sure to bite into our eclectic food scene. It's all waiting for you in Williamsburg. Book your trip today and live life at your pace. The National Women's Soccer League kicks off March 16th on ION. It's a new Saturday night destination featuring the best players in the world. 25 Saturday nights, 50 matches, all season long on ION. Alan Frenchel Williams slips through. Here's a shot. It's in. This is a game changer for sports. Savinia takes a shot herself. Covers it home. See the full schedule and find where to watch at IonNWSL.com. Dental Associates of Northern Virginia redefine what it means to visit the dentist. Get top quality personalized support from committed experts who prioritize the well-being and satisfaction of you and your family. Care is centered on a highly personalized treatment plan backed by the trust and support of long-lasting relationships. Schedule your next appointment by visiting dental1-va.com slash offer slash Sirius XM. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home.